This is episode 20 of the One Idea Podcast. Learn to learn. This podcast is produced by Evolve and Adapt, a certified management consulting and digital implementation firm based in Singapore and Malaysia. If you're looking for a professional team to position your brand and grow your business to the next level, speak to us at evolveadapt.com. Dear citizens, my name is JC Sum. I'm a certified marketing management consultant and the author of Evolve, Adapt or Collapse. When I was younger, I was not a particularly good student. Now, don't get me wrong. I probably was not a horrible student. I went to good schools and got by with acceptable grades to get to the next stage of education, such as primary to secondary, secondary to junior college, and junior college to university. But I was not particularly good. I had to put in a lot of time and effort to get the acceptable grades that were just good enough. It was a struggle for me till I hit university. I discovered something before I started university that would change the way I learned and studied. At that time, I was serving my two and a half years of military service, and during downtime and weekends, while others would party or play, I was learning to learn. Bear in mind, at that time, there was no internet with YouTube or Google, so almost everything I learned was from books. When Army Payday came, which was the 10th of every month, I would head to Borders and spend hours checking out books. The books that I read covered marketing, business, creative thinking and problem solving, and self-development such as Tony Buzan's Mind Mapping Techniques and Mnemonic Techniques by Dominic O'Brien, Kevin Trudeau, and Harry Lorraine. During this period, I discovered two things. The first thing that I discovered was that I learned very well from books because I was able to visualize techniques and more importantly, interpret these ideas in my own way to make them mine, to fit me better. I would first learn the techniques as they were taught, then analyze how they could be modified to fit me better. The second thing I discovered was that there were many ways of learning besides the ways that were taught in school. As mentioned, I was not a particularly good student in formal education. But what I discovered is that it was not that I was a bad student. It was just that I was not a great student in the traditional education system and how students were traditionally taught and tested. Through self-learning from books, I discovered there were many other ways to learn fast, absorb information, analyze, and apply the knowledge in a practical manner. Specific skills like mind mapping, creative thinking, and mnemonics were particularly helpful in note-taking, revision, and idea generation. This made me a monster in university. As I was building a business while in university, I knew I had to clear my schoolwork as quickly as possible and efficiently as possible so that I could dedicate time to my business. This is where my learning to learn paid off. I could get good grades with some effort and little time. When I revised the modules for a subject, I created a single mind map for the module in a single A3 size sketch pad. The most effort and time was put into creating the mind map with an array of colored markers and applying mnemonic techniques. At the end of the preparation for an exam, I only had a single mind map to revise. So if I took four modules in a semester, I would have just, I would just have four mind maps as my notes for the whole semester. 
compare those four sheets of paper with others who struggled with hundreds of pages of written notes. That would have been me too if I did not learn to learn. Learning to learn also meant I could learn without attending traditional lectures. In my third year of university, I was doing a module on the philosophy of law, as philosophy was my minor. There was only one lecture a week and one tutorial. Tutorials were compulsory for attendance, but lectures were not. This lecture happened to take place at 3pm on a Friday, and I had no other classes that day. So I was not prepared to travel all the way to campus to attend a 1 hour and 40 minute lecture. Travelling to and fro campus takes more than 2 hours already. I could put my time to much better use. As a result, I did not attend a single lecture for that module, but I did get the lecture notes and readings as well as attend tutorials. The funny thing is, on the day of the exam, I turned up, the lecturer was present and when I came up to him to register, he gave me a surprised look and asked if I was at the right exam hall. Apparently, the module had a very small intake, less than 40 students. So over a semester of 5 months, the lecturer became familiar with all the students in his class. But since I never attended any lecture, this was the first time he was seeing me and it was also the first time I was seeing him. Nevertheless, I gave him my student card and he found my name on his list and I went to my designated desk to take the exam. I got a B plus for that module without attending a single lecture. And that is because I had learnt to learn. Maybe I would have gotten an A if I had put in a little more effort. Fast forward to my career today, learning to learn is probably one of the most important skill sets to have. It allows me to learn new subject matters fast with comprehensive understanding. This is vital for a marketing consultant who works with clients in a wide range of businesses and industries. But I'm sure it is useful for any profession. The whole point of the story is that you need to learn to learn as an adult. And sometimes you must unlearn the way you were taught in school because it does not work for you and probably never did. The traditional education system is flawed for most people. If you're one of the people who fits the system that it was designed for, then you will do well. If not, you will struggle. The traditional education system is necessary from a national policy perspective. Education policy makers must find a system that can work for the largest percentage of students to produce the type of human resource that can ultimately benefit the country based on the needs of the nation. Let's assume that out of 10 students, 5 of them each learn in a different way. However, the remaining 5 students are all able to learn in a common way. From a policy point of view, that is the way that will be taught as it covers the most students with common learning styles. However, the fact is, that approach may not work for half the population, and these students can fall through the education cracks. The traditional education system is also results-oriented using standardized exams as the benchmark for grading. Exam questions are also expected to be answered in a specific way with little room for deviation from the norm. As a result, rote learning and memorization are common as they are key to achieving academic success. Streaming students according to their year-end results is a testament of the education system's emphasis on results. In Singapore, there are 10-year series assessment books to help prepare students for the O-level exams. I remember, 
a lot of time was spent on identifying questions with similar patterns or intent and having model answers prepared just for them. It had nothing to do with conceptually understanding the subject. The reality is, success in the business or professional world is nothing like standardized exams. In fact, it is those that can be innovative and operate outside the box that tend to be more successful. Due to standardized exams and the need to root learn and memorize, the emphasis is on time spent on studying as opposed to the quality of learning. Students were taught that if they spent hours and hours of studying, they would do well. The proof that the traditional education system is not the only way to learn is the fact there are many, many people who do not do well in school but are successful in their professional life and careers. There are people who became experts in their field who did not have a formal education in that subject. In fact, a large percentage of people do not end up having careers in fields that they studied. And the reason why these people became successful or experts in their field without formal education on the subject is because they learned to learn as an adult. Some may have done it consciously, some may have done it subconsciously. Yen Ang, co-founder of Secret Lab, believes that the kind of lessons he learned from playing games, from number crunching in World of Warcraft, to focus training in StarCraft II, helped enable his real-world business success. Playing massively multiplayer online games like RuneScape and World of Warcraft exposed him to trading, economics, cost accounting, and organization structures. He said that the economic fundamentals learned in online games helped with startup accounting at Secret Lab. For you, the listener, the thing you must do in order to learn to learn is to understand what learning style fits you best. You might be surprised to learn that there are at least 12 types of learning styles for adults. Let's have a look at these styles and you can see which fits you the best. The first is visual learning. Visual learners are those who respond better to images such as drawings, videos, photos, colors, and shapes. Visuals include PowerPoint slides, flip charts with drawings, videos, diagrams, infographics, and charts. Auditory learners tend to have a preference towards sounds. These include the spoken word, music, rhythms, or rhymes. A person with an auditory learning style prefers to listen to instructions rather than reading them. Verbal learning. A verbal or linguistic learner prefers to learn through words, either spoken or written. People who like verbal learning also like to process information through writing. They like to take notes and to write up information. Kinesthetic learning. Kinesthetic learning focuses on movement and physical sensation. So learners who have a preference for this style respond well to manipulating objects, moving around and doing physical exercises. Examples include using cards and post-it notes to organize ideas. Solitary learning. This is a self-learning style. Solitary or intrapersonal learners prefer to learn by doing tasks such as reading, researching, and writing on their own. Social learning. That's the complete opposite of solitary learning. Social or interpersonal learners prefer to learn through group activities such as games and discussions. Logical learning. Logical learners are those who prefer to break down information logically. They are logical thinkers who analyze information step by step and they like procedures and quantifying things. These learners like flow diagrams or logically ordered bullet points. Holistic learners. 
holistic learners prefer to focus on the big picture. They like to make connections between things across different areas, rather than always following a logical sequence. Holistic learners will like mind maps, role-playing and group discussions. Activist learners Activists and those who learn by doing They like to get involved in actions and discussions and to action something before they even start reading about it. This includes brainstorming, problem-solving, role-playing and competitions. Theorist learners Theorists like to understand the theory that exists behind the action. This style is similar but not quite the same as the logical style. This learning style includes utilizing stories, quotes, statistics and historical background information. Pragmatic learners Pragmatic learners like to know how they can apply what they learn in real life. They like to understand how knowledge can be useful for them in their practical life. Pragmatic learners use case studies, discussions and problem-solving activities. Finally, Reflector learners A reflector learner likes to observe what is happening from the sidelines. They also like to take the time to reflect on what they have observed or experienced in order to take it in. Materials that are used include self-reflection questionnaires and feedback from others. So which learning style works best for you? I have a strong feeling you already know. The one idea of this episode is this. Once you discover which learning style works best for you, see how you can convert all your learning to fit the style. Seek out information and delivery formats that fit your style. Analyze and revise your learnings using your learning style and forget about rote learning or memorization if that does not work for you. Learn how others have learnt and see what techniques or resources they use. By learning to learn, you will find picking up new skills much easier and much more enjoyable. These new skills can be reskills or upskills and can help you become an expert in your field. As discussed in episode 19, you can command more money if you leverage your expertise and position yourself as an expert, regardless of whether you are a business owner or employee. So do check out and listen to episode 19. I leave you with a quote from the late Tony Buzan, creator of Mind Mapping. Learning how to learn is life's most important skill. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Idea Podcast. Catch every episode by subscribing to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite podcast app. Just search for One Idea, O-N-E, E-Y-E-D-E-E-R. As you know, a podcast needs listeners' reviews to grow, so please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This ensures we can keep this podcast free forever. Check the show notes for details. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast, myself or our consulting firm, head over to oneideapodcast.com. My name is JC Sum, and this has been One Idea.